Welcome back to Gals and Goblins. I am your host and Goblin Master, Jared Voswinkel. And with me, as always, are the gals, Lily Persifield. Sawyer Cinderfoot. I think I just invented a third breakfast. <laughs> uh, Maddie Lamb. For a gunstar. Ready with my soldier here. <laughs> um, and then we have Campbell Duffy. Esta of House Ruidon. Rare. <laughs> And also joining us on today's adventure is Olivia Rose McCain. Beans, please, for the love of God, just give me a good grade. Stop failing. <laughs> All righty. Let's uh, start this podcast off with a little bit of a recap. This is going to be a quick little recap because not too much happened last episode. Uh, but last time on Gals and Goblins, the gals went to their first class of mercurial vegetation, where they pulled mysterious little plants. Morrigan met a fancy new uh, fella. And when they got their course books, Sawyer got a book with the initials TR written inside. And that is where we are now. Um, so y'all actually went to the kind of cafeteria to get some food. And just remind me, what's everyone eating right now? Um, the French toast sticks that you dip in the little plastic container of syrup. So you're eating what you would think of as like a full English breakfast, but she <laughs> has two plates of them. So we're talking eggs. We're talking multiple forms of potatoes. We're talking roasted. We're talking mashed. We're talking green beans. We're talking tomatoes, mushrooms, if I didn't say that. Bacon, some other sort of like sausage patty, bread rolls, protein shake. Um, should I keep going or do you uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna hop on uh, what are y'all eating what is Morgan eating uh, she's got about a to go block size cinnamon roll that's like definitely bigger than her face mm. awesome and then what's Esta eating like a fruit yogurt parfait with granola <laughs> I slide one of my rolls to you no thank you you need the carbs <laughs> And so, Sawyer, you uh, are flipping through the book, and you found the initials TR on it. Do you want to do anything right now, or do you want to, like, keep flipping through the book? I say, um, guys, you're going to want to see this and slide the book to the middle of the table so that everyone can see the TR. Um, what exactly am I looking at? There's just a little... We all got the same book, Sawyer. No, look, TR. Oh, oh, is that what that says? Tara Ruidon. <gasps> uh, Do you think you got her book? Yeah, this must have been hers. You should read through it. Is there anything written inside? Oh, yeah, maybe she left some notes. Um, We can all look through it together, Esther, but I feel like maybe you should have it. I know you didn't know her, but you guys were still related, and I'm really sorry she's gone. Well, we don't know that. Oh, that's true. Okay, let's look. <laughs> Um, you guys start uh, flipping through the pages, and you guys see in the margins, there are little notes about uh, just some little plants. Um, you see that uh, whenever Tara pulled up her plant on the first day, it looks like she got uh, something that I think Raven described as a little guy who popped up with like a handkerchief on and then like ran away and then like turned back around, pointed at her, and then ran off. Uh, she got that. And you don't see anything super interesting. Uh, but who, who do you think is, like, like rifling through these right now? Like, is actually controlling the page turning? Um, I am, unless you, unless, Esther, you kind of took over. What do you think? I think I, I probably wasn't scared of, like, going through it. So I, I probably, if you put it in the middle of the table, I think yeah. I'm... You've got more of a ginger touch than I do, Esther. <laughs> you don't want to rip any of the pages. Um, you are going through this book, and then uh, in one of the pages towards the end of the book, you find a little note that is handwritten. Just to say, everyone, we are getting another another physical prop at the table. And just a little handwritten note that... I love uh, that it's in pink highlighter. Just... <laughs> yeah, you guys have seen, like, pink highlighter throughout the book of, like... <laughs> highlighting certain paragraphs, pages, and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but so the front is a little bit better written than the back. The back looks to be <laughs> like scribbled and scrawled. Uh, letters are in weird places. Uh, the highlighter looks like it was the only writing utensil that was around during the time. And um, Esta, do you want to try yeah. to... 
decipher what it says? I'm going to try and read it. It's it's it doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay. Well, if you can't read it, I'll give it a I'll give it a try after you. Okay. Uh, I'll give it a try before it begins. <laughs> but thank you. So Astar was dot 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 created when the moon and the core collided. The sun became jealous and created life, but none of it matched the excellence which moon and core created. And then the back is even more <laughs> difficult to read. Um, I, I don't think I can read this. Um, tilt, I think it's supposed to be the sun and the pre uh, precious as the moon. Fair, oh my goodness gracious. Let me try. This isn't good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good content. Do you see what I mean, Sawyer? <laughs> uh, uh, Sawyer grabbed the note and immediately her face fell just as dark as what Estes was when she tried to read it. Can I try? It's this so is also, this is, I wrote this very like, like it'd be hard to read, but also I have awful handwriting. Once upon a time, somebody told me that I had really cute handwriting because it looked like a kindergartner. Uh, it wasn't me though. It wasn't, oh. it was It was one of my, yeah, it was one of my friends. I can Title. Title sum is what our precious and the moon cried while the core rogued the moon grief so great she fell into a deep sleep. The moon fell into a deep sleep, maybe? The core swore to ruin life until she found her star, but she never ever found the sun, sun some bum. It gets a little crazy Wait. at the end there. <laughs> what was that last phrase? Sun, sun some bun. So what, I don't know, she, she went off the rails. What characters do we have here? The core, the, the sun, so we have, the moon, and Oh, a star was created when the moon and the core collided. It's not Astar. Oh, that was, that was going to my by suggestion. Yeah. And they made a star, but the sun got jealous. So it said, I'm gonna create life. Yeah. And then, but it wasn't as good. And then why was the moon sad? That was on the, that was part was on the back. Um, because- Someone uh, was so sad. Some sun bum. Yeah. <laughs> was, <laughs> every time I look, every time I look at the- Here, let, get, let, so give, bad. hang on, give Beans a try. <clears throat> Go ahead, Beans. Beans, you cannot read. I think you guys are making all this up. <laughs> do we know, do we know that Beans can't read? Try the other side, Beans. Beans is... No, I'm getting nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This isn't good beginner material, Beans. Uh, actually, uh, Beans, give me give me like an intelligence check with disadvantage. So the moon and the core created a Four. star. Four. Uh, yeah, no, you can't make heads or tails of this. The sun was you think that they're making this up. and created life. Can I do a history check on the story? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Is there like a picture book version of this note? Is this Well, that's a 10. The um you can't really make anything out. This sounds like some kind of weird astronomy lesson that was written down, but like in a fun way, like astronomy meets astrology. Yeah, no, nothing is really clicking with you. Like you don't, you can't remember anything. Like no one's ever told a story like this before. After they say the story, I go, maybe the girl with the astral eyes will know. Not a bad idea. Not a, not a bad idea. What if oh this is? What if this is all like code for like people? Well, the only thing that I know is that we share the same last name, mm -hmm. and in in Elvish, Ruidon means Silver Star. Okay. Oh, the star. That's so. what. So, a star. Hang on, read that first. In Halfling, Cinderfoot means Cinderfoot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, hey, what does that first sentence say on the on the? On the front? I don't know front from a back. A star was created when the moon and the core collided. Okay, so what if we think maybe this is talking about people? A star, so let's say maybe a Ruidon was created when the sun and the moon? Is that what it is? Like they had a baby? Yeah, because didn't they say her hair was red? Maybe that comes from the sun, and maybe the moon is somebody well, else. Well, the sun became jealous and created life. But the star was born from the moon and the core. Oh, the core. Lady Gaga was born from a star. <laughs> <laughs> a 
star is born. There's 99 moons. <laughs> um, can I do a perception check on the cafeteria too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Listening to us or anything interesting. Um, that's fine. Uh, I'm not going to see anything. That's a seven. Um, um, but it was a two on the dice. But it's a seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. You, uh, I'll just say like kind of more of like a people's of interest kind of thing. You see that there are people around you. It doesn't seem like anybody's really paying on any mind. It looks like freshmen are around you a lot um but you do see uh, like a group of older wugs off like down on another table um people have started to clear out as classes have really started to start um so the cafeteria has been emptying out and uh you you see like a small group of greens off in a corner uh eating together uh there's like three of them all right i'm gonna i'm gonna tap s on the shoulder and point at the greens and be like should we talk to them about their mission? Wait, before if we go, we I think this I, is about Terra. I think I got it. Just so we have the full picture. Before yeah, go we forth. Go over there. The sun, something about honor and precious, and the moon cried while the core raged. So the moon was sad, and the core was angry, and the moon was so sad that she fell into a deep sleep. And I guess as revenge. The core swore to ruin life until she found the star, but she never ever found the sun. Oh, until she found her star. Wonder if the star is also so. Maybe the fire. sun destroyed the star because it was jealous. I don't know. I wonder if the child and the star are aligned somehow. Yeah, everybody is looking for a child, huh? Well, that's um, right. What's this at the ends? Like sun. Sun. Oh, it says sun spelled S-U-N, and then sun spelled <gasps> yeah. S-O-N. S- uh, Olivia saw that, not me. <laughs> uh, these shapes look different to me, but <laughs> I was just wondering. I was going to point that out. I'll give it to you. Beans, that's what that's what reading is all about, the shapes looking different. So you're that, already getting no, the hang of it. No, that's too much. No. Oh, okay. I'm getting the hang of it. I know how to read. Oh, yeah. I meant the, of course you do. <laughs> We know some people who are sons, right? Like Big P. Some yeah, Big P. S- some other people in this room right now, I'm sure. I didn't even realize that I was this making that first sentence like that hard to read. But looking, because I have it translated in front of me, looking at that sentence, that is like the most important thing. And I was, I'm so glad that it's hard to read now. <laughs> I didn't even make it, the, I mean it, to make it that hard, but the, it's so hard. The sun stole <gasps> what was precious to the moon. <laughs> I shrug. Can I look at it? This is. Stole. Yeah, show Maddie. Can yeah. I look at it? Sorry, yeah. You take a peek. I think that the sun stole the, the star. Sun stole what was precious to the moon. But then the last sentence says they couldn't find the sun's sun. So that doesn't make any sense because. Sounds like Tara was really going through it there at the end. <laughs> is it a metaphor or did this really happen and it's part of the war between the heavens and the hells? That's not bad. Can I do a history check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do a history check too. Can I try to sniff the book to see if there's any scent of tarot left on it? Sure. Ooh. I got a 10. A 10. Um, yeah, you haven't been told a story like this, just like Morrigan. You know, uh, you think that it might have something to do with the heaven and the hells, and like maybe something to do with the war. Um, you when kind of talk about the heavens <clears throat> and the hells, like that war, do they talk about these celestial bodies as if they're players? Like, is that any sort of language in, that I would be familiar with? With a 10 history, I'll say that your background, like, that leads into your background a little bit of the people around you and the community that you were part of talks about the war as two great armies, and they don't really talk about the, like, certain figures on either side. So, no, you didn't hear anything about celestial bodies. You didn't hear about certain players or even, like, who or why there was a war or if there were, like, individuals involved in the war. Uh, I have a question as I'm reading this now. Yeah. Um, So, if there's a sun and there's a moon and in the war there's two different sides and there's a core and there's a golden order and the golden order is the core of everything that we live by, you think there's some connections? Plus... Don't we know that that guy, what's that guy that was in your dream? Lord Arathis? Yeah. Isn't he part of the Golden Order? But he's also looking for the sun. But the sun, S-O-N. Do we know that? The child. We don't know if he's looking for him. No, I don't think 
think Lordorath is just like. I think he's connected. He might be, but we don't know. I guess. He's not. He hasn't said anything. No, I don't think he. I think my brain okay, just well, exploded. Okay, well, if everyone's rolling history, I feel like I may be supposed to. Roll Wait, what'd right? you get on? What did Beans get on there? Perception. Want, perception. <laughs> yeah, perception on sniffing. Oh, Nineteen. Um, you smell. <laughs> Beans gets a very faint hint of lavender, leather. The book is made out of leather. And ink and highlighter. The lavender is a thing that seems to be um, kind of the newest scent as the ink and the leather and the paper all smell about the same age. Um, And also you smell a lot of dust and vi- like um, kind of, this is no connection, but igneous rock, like kind of, uh, I, I think the beans would be familiar with kind of like molten rock and stuff like that. And uh, like in some degree, uh, and you kind of smell that specific rock on there. And then the lavender uh, seems older than the rock in the dust smell. Okay, everyone. I'm using my sniffer for this. And I'm smelling interesting things. I'm getting a lot of book, but I'm also getting um, <laughs> lavender. <laughs> lavender smells fair, f- newer than the book smells, which that's always good. And then I'm also smelling some rock and some dust, which does remind me a bit of home. Know what I mean? Um, I don't know what you mean, Beans. Do you know what? I think it would be such a great time, actually. I don't want to push you to share anything you're not comfortable with, but maybe it would help to get to know each other a little bit. So let's each go around the table and share one fact about ourselves. And Beans, please, can you make it where, what is your home? Because you talk about it all the time and it's very cryptic. And then you can, if you tell me, then you can ask me anything and I'll tell you the truth. Deal? Okay. Okay, go. Um... My home is very dark and black with a, with there's lots of fires around to, to light things up. You've alluded to that. You've I just told you it's not an illusion. Well, where is where is it? That here he, on, on this plane, yes. On this plane. Yes. Any specific part of this plane? Cuz I can think of one part of this plane that is dark and has fires. Which part? I don't want to say it. <sighs> Well, say it, and I'll tell you yes or no. Well, I don't want to... Th- what if I'm wrong? Then I'll look weird. Uh, too late for that. Okay, well, well, uh, okay, well, I think you might be from hell. Oh, no, my home is not in hell. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, my God, this whole time you thought I lived, I grew up in hell? Uh, well, <laughs> it little. sounded kind of dark and fiery and then, like, a hole. And... Oh, no, that's just where I was going. Oh, okay. You were... Go- well, you were... Uh, you were... You were going there? You were on your way? Oh, when when you were running away from the Briar Knight? Well, it was a little bit... I was supposed to go there a little bit before that guy came after me because I wasn't going to hell. So you didn't want to go? No. Well, that makes sense. And then you guys found me, and I thought school sounded fun. So then where did you grow up? In a weird fortress castle. You know, like, all those fortresses that they, like, kind of had built from the old war times? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those, like, high on a hill. Like the one we went to in Morrigan Stream? No, no, a little more normal than that. Oh, okay. Huh. No, just like just like torches on the wall and, like, fireplaces, not, like, little. Oh, that sounds kind of cozy. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Um, Morrigan, did you still want to go talk to those uh, greens or something like that? Morrigan, you can go talk to them if you'd like, but I, I think I, I'll stay behind. I, I'm deep in this now. Okay. I'm, not, I'm translating over here. Okay. Morrigan is <clears throat> scribbling away. Okay, well, um, Beans, I, I'll upheld my end of the promise. You can ask me anything and I'll tell you the truth because that was pretty personal. So thanks hmm. for sharing. Hmm, anything I can ask you. I'm not quite as mysterious as you, I'll be honest. Um, why are you so obsessed with cooties? Well... I'm just watching out for everyone's safety. Are they leaving? Is that why you're asking? No, 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 no. They're still there. Uh, are you telling the truth right now? Yeah, I just think it would be a shame if any of us got cooties. And I'm going to be honest, Beans. I've been thinking. Well, okay. I came to Frogmont thinking, 
boys have cooties and and girls don't but you're a boy that's right and i haven't caught cooties once not that we've kissed or anything maybe have you ever thought that maybe cooties are all in your head what do you think maybe it's something your family told you so that you wouldn't kiss boys <gasps> these are those systems you were talking about yeah. beans yes must the so systems we believe so in so they're not gender neutral and they're not real the gender neutral thing was maybe just to ease you into the idea that cooties don't exist. Oh, well, have you ever well, seen a cootie? Well, no, they're smaller than the eye can see. How, who do you know has been affected by cooties? What are the symptoms of cooties? Um, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, probably a cough and a, and a runny nose. That's so cold. <laughs> hmm. Just because it starts with the C doesn't make it the same thing. Hmm. Yeah. See the systems we believe in. I don't know. Okay, I... cooties. <laughs> Cootie culture, you know? Hmm. Wasn't the Golden Order looking for something? And when? Like, uh, <laughs> like the when? star or something like that. That's like in the in the original like lore. Aren't they like looking for something that was like lost? Or they took over something? It's so. in the... the war for the lost star. Yeah. In the lore. I think there might have been the Star War. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like that's remember. like the original intro to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so that is know. kind of like general knowledge that is there's that like the star? a star. <laughs> that was reference. That was reference. You guys have heard. Okay. Okay. I've, I'll say you guys have heard reference of a lost star. Yeah. The star is well, uh, more also, excellent than life, and if everybody's looking for this star, and it that, has to have certain powers and properties for that many people to want it, right? So if it's that is true, it's powerful magical object, the star. Yeah. So if the moon and core collided and they created a star, what if it's that star? Yeah. What the heck is the core? Maybe like the I star. I got it. The Earth. Is, I don't know, but maybe the star is like. <gasps> could Big B, P be the lost star? Everybody said he's so important, more important than you'll ever know. Everybody's looking for him, and Demon shows up. What if Big P is the lost star? It's just, it's not in star form. But it's he's in, in Big P form? Yeah. Wow. Why else would people be taking him? Hmm. Wow, Morgan, working so diligently. I thought you didn't like school. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan looked up very surprised at that. Um, Very found, guiltily. Uh, found something that really speaks to her skills. <laughs> I'd like to say that because there's no grade involved, I'm a lot more interested. And she goes back to like working. <laughs> oh yeah, that's very common. Very common school tactic. I wish Frogmont would take up that's take so out true. the grades, and you'll do better work. Anyways, I don't know. Our last class kind of seemed like the grades were being. You could only fail apparently, and, and not fail. I'm starting to think that. Back when I was so worried about um, one of my friends um, dating a boy because she might get cooties, maybe I was just really scared that she wouldn't hang out with me anymore because um, she was hanging out with a boy. Oh. Oh, see, that's tough, but that's not cooties. That's just... Yeah, so... That's just people. Maybe you're right about the whole cooties thing, and I was just... No, don't worry. I know I'm right. <laughs> I just need you to know I'm right. Hmm. Well, you've been right about the system so far. So. Just think about it. But did your friend stop hanging out with you because of the boyfriend? Or, or sorry, whoever? Yeah, I guess that is a symptom of cooties, huh? But maybe did you push your friend away because you were so scared? Oh, I don't know, Beans. I am going to have to think about that. <laughs> oh, Beans, it's 8 in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that's enough being vulnerable for right now. Does Esther get the share fun fact? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, well. <laughs> was that part of the deal? <laughs> I don't think I was in on the deal. <laughs> well, you got to listen. Seems like everybody has share fun fact. Yeah, Esther and Morgan both share one fun fact about yourselves right now. Make it deep and dark, It's too. a breakfast fact. This is our new tradition. A fun fact that it might also be dark and deep. It might also be the most vulnerable thing you've ever shared, and it was uh, on, uh, and it just, and it just happened, and you just said it. Or somebody might pry it from your your little sticky paws. Yeah, and be careful because beans might really make you make you rethink your internal psychology. Okay, who goes first? 
Morgan's just like wide-eyed right now, like staring. And then she turns back to the book and doesn't pay attention to this. I don't think I have any deep, dark secrets or feelings. Oh yeah? Really? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have a friend who got a boyfriend and stopped talking to me because I was scared of her cooties. It, well, do you have a family? I didn't grow up in a scary castle. Oh, but do you have a family who all goes to one school and you go to another and they're not paying for you to go to this school? And you didn't even want to go to Frogmont even though it's the best school ever and maybe they all lied to you and said Valkyrie was the best and now you're figuring out that Frogmont is actually pretty cool. Uh-huh. And it's also the uh-huh. only school you got into because you maybe uh, hypothetically weren't good enough to get into the other one. <gasps> Well, Frogma is better than Valkyrie. So I'm just saying, hypothetically, I feel like I would have big feelings. You guys really unpacked that for me. <laughs> oh, Thank <yeah>. you. <laughs> well, oh, we pay attention. Yeah, I've been picking up on a thing or two. Oh. So what do you think about Frogmont now? I guess mercurial vegetation wasn't exactly um, Valkyrie material. Because they're so prissy and posh. They're not prissy and posh. They're learning very powerful, important skills over there. Like what? And I yeah. just pulled a plant out of a pot that didn't want anything to do with me. I'm just going to say, based based on our adventures right now, I feel like pulling the plant out of the pot seems more on track with than learning something big and powerful. I wonder if they're learning about the moon and the star over there. Maybe. Something? I think... Somebody was onto something, and that this is the riddle that'll that'll stop the war from potentially happening. Ooh. A what? A riddle can stop a whole war? How did I <laughs> think so? Could you break that down for? <laughs> do you have evidence? Um, I think this. Um, you keep saying I think. Could you pull? Could you pull a fax for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. The the course war. No, the stars war. No, no, no. The course war to ruin life. Right, right. Until she found the sun or the star, but she never found the star because she never found the sun, and the sun made the star disappear. Okay. So the moon and the sun are on opposing ends. Yeah. What What have we seen recently? Two opposing ends, going at it. That's true. Oh. So one of them might be on the moon side, and the other one might be on the sun side. I don't know. Green, gold. Very different. Doesn't Hyperia have something to do with the sun? Am I off base? No, that's that's right. Okay, I'm writing that down. Um, and so I think if we break it down, we can find out what the two sides are really after. And I think they're all after the star, which might turn the tide of whatever war they think is coming. Because the sun wants it because it was jealous, but the moon and the core want it because it's their child, sort of? Sort of. Hmm. Or maybe like it's they're like, right, they're like... I think it's like a containing of power. Like if they took the star back, it would be more like a containing like piece of power versus like the sun att- attaining the star would be out of jealousy and out of rage. And so it would just create more chaos. So is the sun, S-O-N, the same as the star or the same as the sun, S-U-N? I think it's different. That part is confusing to me. I think it's another player. I think there's the sun... The moon, the core, the star, and the sun, S-O-N. Oh, I thought maybe that the sun, S-O-N, was the star because it's the sun of the core and the moon colliding. Maybe. Which would be the star. Yeah, that's what I think. And it's just confusing, happens to be a confusing pun. Not that I don't love a pun. Okay, Morrigan, your turn. Oh, she might be the star because it says she never ever found her sun. Uh, oh, you guys bad. see that the cafeteria has been emptying out throughout this. Oh. You got it took y'all like I'll say it took y'all a long time to really flip through the pages, find the page, really decipher it. So this has been y'all have been here for an hour or two hours, oh, and so we gotta go. Uh, <laughs> like people are leaving. Uh, you guys, the group that Morgan, you saw the like the group of wugs that look a lot older than everyone else are leaving, and the group of uh, greens who look uh, maybe a little bit older than y'all, but not as old as the wugs, uh, are also heading out the door. I still want to talk to them. As the older ones run out the door or like are going out the door, I run after them and I'm like, wait, I don't know where my next class is. Uh, you see this uh, halfling girl 
turn around. Uh, she has uh, very light brown skin. She kind of has uh, some crazy hair that's like up in like a couple ponytails. Uh, she looks to be like an artificer with a lot of like pockets, like her shirt has pockets, her pants have pockets, and she has like five different notepads in those pockets. She has vials, she has little gadgets, and she turns around and she's like, yeah, uh, well, where, where are you going? Where are you going? It's called Potent Potables. Potent Potables. That's going to be on the third floor. And I think, did they not give you a room number? No. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's third floor for sure. And you're going to want to go down uh, hallway two. Uh, I think that should work for you. Thank you so much. No problem. My name is Morgan, by the way. Uh, my name's Gribble. And, uh, nice to meet you. She reaches out her little hand. Uh, I... I... I go down with my definitely much bigger hand and I like shake her tiny little hand. And I go, and, and this is my little soldier. Your little soldier goes, gribble. <laughs> and then she goes, nice to meet you. And then she uh, salutes uh, your little soldier. I say, okay, great. We'll, uh, we'll see you around. Yeah, uh, see you around. Help. No problem. And then uh, her and her friends uh, keep walking away. Uh, and you see that uh, you can't see the uh, group of greens anywhere uh was there well before those wugs walk away was there anything else anybody else wanted to say to them or no i think can i i really low perception can i kind of well this actually makes sense for the character because sawyer wouldn't have a good idea of this but can i kind of make a perception of like where they fit into the social structure as far as like are they cool are they not since they're wugs it's like where are they as far as their social status and like how they dress and how confident they are in the ecosystem of the school. Um, you haven't seen, I'll say, give me. My perception's minus two anyway. So. Yeah, I don't think it's like perception. I think uh, either like, like insight. insight. Yeah, yeah, insight. Okay, but I don't need to, I don't want to say any, I don't want to interrupt the. Seven. You, I'll say you haven't seen a lot of older wugs. They seem to be pretty unique. And these girls seem pretty tight knit, but. After seeing them interact with Morgan, it doesn't seem like they're like closed off or anything like that to anybody. But you don't really get an idea of their like social standing uh, in regards to the school. Like um, if, if like remaining wugs for this long, like they're not affiliated with the Golds or the Greens, so like that's up to you I to don't interpret. Get an idea of yeah, that. okay. that's up to mainly. You don't get any inkling one way or the other. It's just you haven't seen a lot of wugs, like older wugs, and um, these girls seem to be pretty tight though. Okay. I think I just want to like kind of like remember what their little group looks like so that yeah. I can observe them in the future. You see That's that the kind of like the kind of spokesperson seems to be this other little halfling. Okay, yeah, because I'm pretty interested in this whole staying a wug thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's it. Uh, so they uh, continue walking down the hall. I assume y'all y'all start heading to class. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. What does that say again, Morrigan? What? Oh, the schedule. Do you have oh, it? Oh, we're going to Potent Potables on the third floor down hallway two. You guys hear uh, the bell ring as in like a sign to like start getting to class and like. And we got to go people, now. <laughs> a lot of people start like pouring out of their classes. Oh, God. And like the hallway, the hallway looks filled. Uh, Y'all start making your way uh, down the hallway back to the main atrium. As everyone pours out of the rooms, can I look for the turtle girl that I cast us a lot? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You see, uh, as you guys uh, get into like the atrium, you see on like like the top floor, I think I said there were four floors, you see like a door like on the inside of the rotunda that like the turtle girl is like walking up to. And then as the bell rings, like sure, her hand is reaching towards it. And then the door opens and like students start oh! piling out. And, uh, and then she like turns around and then like looks at her class schedule and then starts walking a different direction slowly. Um, I, am I close enough to-, to She's really, you'd have to like go up there. Okay, I would, I was gonna ask her if she if she made it. <laughs> it. I'm gonna say it doesn't look like she made it. I did what I could. Yeah. Uh, so uh, y'all start walking through in the atrium. Y'all do see Sapphire, Raven, and Igneous walking by. Uh, they're like a little bit of a ways away. Uh, seems like they're going to a different class. Mm -hmm. You guys can talk to them if you want, but you guys are making your way to class. Uh, what do y'all do? Um, I'm gonna, as we're passing them, I'm gonna like out of nowhere, like fake a laugh and be like, <laughs> "You're so funny, Morrigan." 
and look to see if Igneous saw me. Give me well, a... Morgan's got like her face in the book as we're walking too, so she like <laughs> is startled by like this laugh from Sawyer. Give me like a give me a deception check. Deception. Yeah. <laughs> you are being deceiving. Wait, I'm this dice is treating me terrible so far. Fourteen. So you get you see you make this like big crazy laugh, uh, which isn't <laughs> which isn't like too. Like out of the like ordinary in this like a huge area where all the students are now walking through, but uh, you do uh, yeah you do make like a little check that like Igneous looks over. She is actually the only one of the group that looks over at you and like notices y'all, and then she just like quickly like faces her faces her head forward and keeps walking. Is it when I, I said Morrigan? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Can I give her a little wave as like I'm surprised? Look over, see her, and give her like a little. Yeah, you give her a little wave, but she's like all like you can't discern if she saw the wave or not because she like looked over and then quickly looked back, but the other two didn't seem to notice and uh they keep walking. Do you want to do anything else with them or I whisper to you, I know you were concentrating uh during breakfast, but you know, Beans and I have been talking and I, I think this whole cooties thing is is maybe nothing to worry about. It, it might have been a little bit all in my head. Just a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And you still have to share a fun fact about yourself later. And then we keep walking. Okay. <laughs> that is so true. Um, you guys see as Team 101 walks down uh, a different hallway. They seem to go to like, uh, like they're going to go eat now. And then um, as it's like getting around lunchtime and uh, y'all get on to the platform of runes, it uh, lights up and y'all go up to the, I think it was, was it the third, third floor? Third floor. Um, you guys find hallway two and you guys are looking for your class uh, and you guys see a little door with, uh, the door is like very decorated with paper cut out, like construction paper, little bottles and vials of bubbles and like steamy little things. And y'all walk in. As we get there, I go, I don't know about y'all, but I think this is the right, right room and just like <laughs> throw open the door. Uh, you throw open the door and it looks like a lot of people are in class. You guys spot first, I'll say you guys see uh, the group 325, which is Char and the little sludge girl who uh, is named Gublia, and you guys see uh, the other turtle girl who is with them, Shelly. Um, <laughs> and then they like seem to be trying to like get stuff in order. You see that uh, Shelly is like opening, is like pulling out the chair for Gublia, and then Char sits in it, but like it didn't seem like she intentionally wanted to do that. She like she wasn't trying to take Gublia's spot. There's a very awkward interaction happening. They're just trying to figure it out. Uh, like Gublia like keeps trying to like pick up pencils and they like fall through her gooby hands. Oh. Uh, and then you guys also see uh, I think it was like three team three two four, which is the three gnomish sisters, mm -hmm. uh, and they Your have sister. like they have like torn up their entire table already. <laughs> like they've like somehow gotten hold of the potion vials and they're like breaking them they've also like made some kind of weird concoction already and they're like pouring it on the table and it's like burning through the table um and Classic. uh you guys find your seats is there anything you want to do before class gets started i have a feeling we're going to be um professor favorite in this class again as well as, oh. as they start pouring a, a vial that like goes through the table, I want to set it on fire. <laughs> the table? I want to set the potion on fire. I want to see if it'll, if it'll like, explode. Uh, <laughs> give me... I've uh, too soon. You cast like, a create bonfire. So like a bonfire just like appears underneath this table onto the acid that's dripping. And the acid drips into the fire and the fire turns green. And then it looks like the fire in midair turns into like water and then but it's not water as the fire it's like ublek where it just like it's solid and a liquid it exists in both states and then the now liquid fire starts like seeping through the floor <laughs> and you guys like see a hole open up in the floor and another classroom is down there and they're like hey, what the hell and then uh and then yeah that's all that happens morgan look away i just go uh-oh <laughs> And then, uh, as far as you know, that is continually seeping through all the floors underneath it. I, I look at the group and I go, if anyone asks, it wasn't me. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Not that. That's what they get for having potions on the third floor anyway. I agree. Really? We're just, we're just teaching them a lesson, you know? Yeah. 
before class starts, are we for sure going to the party tonight? Yeah, beans. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I was the whole crazy. reason I'm in such a rebellious mood. Okay, party. Well, it sounds like the party is like, like everybody does it. So I don't know if that's really rebelling if like everybody does it and the school approves it. Well, I think I might finally get to listen to the Goodberries. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like they'll probably be on. I don't know what that is. Well, you'll find out. They're awesome. You're I've heard the them. intro of their first song, um, and then, you know, what? then my mom said I couldn't listen to it anymore. Oh, uh, what does it sound like? Could you know. sing it? I, well, no, I only heard it once. Oh, so. okay. You guys see the bell rings, uh, signaling that class has uh, started. And everyone kind of quiets down a little bit, kind of looking around for the professor. And at the front of the classroom on a table, uh, also looking around the classroom, you see there's a bunch of vials, a bunch of little potions, herbs and stuff. Looks to be kind of some kind of apothecary room. But at the front of the room is a small flask with a bubbling pink liquid and it starts to slowly rock back and forth and then it falls off the table shatters and it is on the ground oh is it burning a hole no it just is bubbling on the ground okay Can I everybody see if it'll set on fire uh um <laughs> uh, hang on hang you on you guys no, no, see no, Morgan. Morgan starts to cast Morgan. Uh, well, uh, um, I think that might be our professor. Our last professor was an owl, so if our next professor is goo. goo on the floor, I think that's very possible. But if I set it on fire, do we have to stay in class? Well, Morgan, we might get expelled. You too. are proposing murder of a professor, and I don't know everything about rules, but I feel like that might be in there. Is this like a similar color to Gooblia? Gooblia is like a little bit like red, pink, but this this is like a like a bright, bright pink. And maybe also, a similar texture, maybe. Uh... No, no. It's, okay, no. so we're on the wrong. <laughs> so you guys uh, also see there's like another flask on the table that looks to be like a gold uh, liquid, and it's just sitting there, completely unmoving. Uh, is there anything you want to do? Uh, the class, some people get up and just like leave. Uh, you guys see it because they're like, they like look at their class schedules and they're like looking around because there's no room number. They're like, and then people leave, like look out of the classroom and you see uh, Shelly, the turtle girl, uh, like gets up and starts like walking over and like investigating the table. Beans is going to get up and walk over there and he's going to, Look at the gold potion and then the potion that's on the floor. He's gonna be like, I think maybe this is our first test. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out, everyone. Smell it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Beans is gonna grab the gold vial of liquid and pour it on to the liquid on the floor. As you uncork the gold vial and pour it onto the pink potion on the ground that's bubbling, a giant cloud of smoke like puffs into the air covers everything and then as it settles you see a very tall lanky elf woman with dark skin uh she has her hair up in two like little uh ball puffs she has these massive glasses that actually make her eyes seem very small <laughs> and each of her little like puffs in her hair like one of them is pink and one of them is gold and uh she has like a very large lab coat on and uh, she looks at you beans and she like puts her little finger up to your nose and she's like um who are you beans thank you very much beans uh, beans gets an a plus everyone yes uh, uh, congrats to beans congrats to beans yes uh, he, uh, he's a wonderful uh, little student beans uh, i have a question for you how did you know that you had it pour the gold onto the pink vial. Um, well, uh, my last class, uh, our professor was an owl, and that seemed pretty kooky crazy. Yes, yes. So I thought that this this might also be kooky crazy. and Kooky crazy, okay. Um, and um, there were two vials, and this class seems to have something to do with vials. So I said, why don't we just mix them? Well done. Um, that is, I think, a very good lesson with um, apothecary and making potions is kind of just put together what you think looks good. Beans raises his hand. Uh, yes. Uh, we have a first question. I uh, have a question for yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I might not know everything, but I do know that pot potent, potent means like deadly or strong or, you know, 
it often has negative connotations, but potable means safe to drink. Yes, yes. So I was wondering if you could break down the name of the class for me a little bit better. Well, isn't that for us to discover with each other? Uh, okay, I feel like you're <laughs> supposed to teach it, but that's okay. You want me to take a seat? Um, of course, yes. Take a seat, please. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Potent Potables. Today in our first class, has anybody heard any uh, rumors about this class or what we're going to be doing in here? Um, I just want to get a collective idea of the room. You guys see all three of the Gnomish sisters raise their hands, uh, and they all go like, kill, kill. We're going to kill people. And then uh, you see the professor goes, oh um, no, we're not going to be killing people uh, in this class. Hopefully not. We may turn people into stools. But hopefully we can create a, a very awesome creations together. But today, on the first day of class, we are actually going to be creating our own little potions together. And up here at the front, I have ingredients that we can uh, tr uh, try out. And uh, I have little recipes for a certain amount of potions that you guys can put together with these ingredients. If you find the right ingredients that go together, and if you find the right quality of ingredients that go together. Alrighty. And I look down at the stool I'm sitting on, and I'm like, <laughs> guys. Oh, my God. I'm do you think? Do you think they failed the class and you get turned into stool? Stop If it ever scared. comes down to it, I'm volunteering those three gnome sisters as tribute to be stools. I Should we be concerned? Can you just, like, attend these classes and say, like, your intent is to kill with the knowledge you're given and, like, it'd be okay? Apparently. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, okay, interesting. So how this is going to work is I have just sent a text to the group um, that is a list. There it is. <laughs> uh, that's the text. Uh, that is a list of potion ingredients. So so that is an option. Or then like you guys see ingredients are all over the classroom. So you guys can either uh, pick out a recipe of uh, certain potions, and I'll read what potions are available. And... Um, how that'll work is you'll pick a recipe and then you will make certain checks to see if you can find a quality ingredient. And if you find the best quality ingredients, you'll get the full effects of the potion. Um, if you can find uh, not so great quality, so you miss one of the checks, um, but you succeed on one of the others, um, you'll find kind of like a half effect. And if you get none of the checks correct, you'll get a dubious, gross potion that is nasty. Dubious. Um, dubious, gross potion. Should we post this in the Notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they can read it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, well, I mean, also, I mean, I can just also say it. Uh, the other option that we have here is you can pick two ingredients that you think go well together, and you can just come up with a random potion. And uh, there are random potions that you can get that will involve rolling on like a random That's table that I've created. I will say <laughs> it'll be a d6. Some of them are pretty good. Some of them are not good at all. But uh, if you get a recipe, you'll have uh, a, the choice between a common, uncommon, or rare potion. And that is determined by what DCs are. So common is like, you're probably gonna be able to make the potion. It's very easy to make. Rare, it's gonna be very hard to make the potion. So um, you guys, uh, I will read all of the potions right now that y'all get these recipe kind of cards out. So uh, you can make common potion of growth, an elixir of health, invisible ink, or a bowel mover. Excuse Un me? Uncommon, you can get potion of fire breath, a luck potion, and a potion of mind reading. On the rare section, you can get a potion of revival, a filter of love, or a truth serum. And so those are like the recipe cards that you can choose and try to roll to get. Or uh, I think Morrigan wants to just take two random ingredients and put them together. And so Morrigan, in front of you, the ingredients are mandrake root, lightning moss, fairy stool, gillyweed, pixies parasol, ink, sour grass, giant wolf spider hair, ash blossom, fire elemental ember, mind flare stinkhorn, moon stalker, acid dew, dream lily, serpent's venom, and everfrost berries. Okay, um, I'm gonna put everfrost berries and moonstalker together. Okay. See what happens. Mm. So, Interesting choice. We have our first potion. Uh, Morrigan, can you roll me a d6? <laughs> 
Uh, you get. Let me find it. Yeah. You get essence of rage. Uh, so you put these two ingredients together, and a brown potion with the consistency of mud, and then uh, it turns into a clear and violently red potion uh, when agitated with more than the slightest touch. So if it's just sitting there, it looks like mud, and then like you move it around, and it turns into this like bright red clear potion. And then, so drinking the potion provides the rage ability from the barbarian class for 30 seconds. When brought in contact with the blood of a creature through injury or injection, it forces the target to make a DC 16 constitution saving throw. On a successful save, the target gets the rage ability of the barbarian class for 60 seconds. On a failed save, the target is forced into the rage ability for 30 seconds and is forced to attack the closest target with melee attacks. Starting on the second turn after the potion is applied, the target can make another con saving throw on a success, uh, all effects end. The potion has no effects on constructs or undead. So I'll send that to you um, now that you have that so you don't need to write everything down I just said. Um, but now you have this bottle uh, that anytime you move it is like a bright red. So you have That's essence perfect. of rage. Um, does anybody want to try so uh, random or maybe try a recipe? So if I wanted to do like a rare potion, what is the... So you're going to roll for each ingredient to, for the quality of the ingredient. Okay. If you get one check and not the other, uh -huh. it'll like, the effects won't be as strong. Yeah. Um, but you'll still have like a pretty good potion. Um, if you get both checks, it'll be really good. And if you get zero checks... Um, then you'll get nothing. And is it just like a raw check or is it? So. Uh, or is it just based on what? It'll be a medicine or investigation check. And if you have a proficiency in one of those, uh, I will allow you to add your proficiency with it. I would like to try to get a truth serum. So you're going to go I'm, for, you're going to go for a rare one? I'm, yes, I'm going to try to get a truth serum because I didn't say that. Okay. That is like like the rarest of the potions. Are you saying it's impossible? It's not impossible. It's going to be very hard. Like uh, if, like if, if you had to put a number to what very hard meant to you, what would it be? Give me an insight check and, I'll, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, like a Might range. Like insight on you? Will it create like a lesser strength potion or will it just not work? If she it'll, it'll, so if she gets one check, she'll still have a, potion let's okay I'll, I'll you read like on the card the recipe card it was a 15 yeah okay on the recipe card it says uh, a creature subjected to this poison must succeed on a dc 12 con saving throw or become poisoned for one hour the poisoned creature can't knowingly speak a lie as if under the effect of a zone of truth spell mm -hmm. so you think that's like all quality ingredients if she got half that it wouldn't be an hour it would probably be like very quick yeah. but you would be able to get like maybe a question or two okay. out of them truth 15 on the inside of how hard this would be i'll give you uh the lowest number is going to be a range in between 22 as the high and a 15 as the low that is the lowest number is in that range and you said investigation or medicine medicine I'd have to roll a nat 20 to get near the highest. I only have a plus one. Hey, I mean, fire breath and mind reading could still be cool. It's our first day of class. Hey, don't don't try to make me feel better about this. Okay, I'd say go for it. If I already want. got an A for the class. So That's I what I was going to gonna say. You, no, you already have an A+. Plus, so. No, so you have to keep getting better. Oh, yeah. So within that range. Is the lowest number. Is the lowest number, but there is a higher number. There's a higher DC. I'll say that number is in between uh, 19 and 25. Okay. Anyways, okay. Never mind. I'm gonna make my own potion. <laughs> You're gonna two two random ingredients. Yes. Okay. Uh, which ingredients do you want to grab? Let's go. Mind flare, stinkhorn, and serpent's venom. Okay. You pull those ingredients out. Uh, roll a d6 for me. Five. You put these ingredients together and you get a thick, greasy solve capable of repelling insects. This kind of repellent does not protect against giant insects 
or the vile swarm of insects described in Appendix A of the Monster's Manual. Uh, one application protects its wear against normal insects for 24 hours. So you got uh, insect repellent. Anyways, guys, don't make your own. You get lame fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think mine's pretty cool. Put together Mind Flare and Serpent's Venom and you get fucking Bug Solve? Okay. <laughs> what were some of the uncommon ones? The uncommon? So you would have Potion of Fire Breath, Luck Potion, and Potion of Mind Reading. I want to make a Luck Potion. Okay. So you pull out the card um, and it says uh, you acquire three lucky points, which allow you uh, to retry a save or a uh, some kind of check before you know if you succeed or not because you're feeling lucky. And do you want to roll for those ingredients right now? Yes. Okay. Do the first one. Go after. 15. 15. Uh, yeah. I'll say you. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. And did you add your medicine and stuff like that? I, I guess it doesn't matter. You I'm doing investigation because my medicine is minus two. Yeah. And investigation is zero. So you, uh, <laughs> we're not adding anything. I'm, before I say, I'm going to say you hit the lower one. Do you want to use that number to maybe try to get the higher one? So I'll say like which ingredient you want to try to get. So there's like the easy ingredient and then there's like the hard ingredient, which is like the higher DC. And I'll say for that number right now. Um, you get the lower one, but do you want to maybe try that, use that number? Do you want to take the gamble and use that number to get the higher one? In case you roll lower, but you're lower. So you didn't do an insight on like the range of what it is. Yeah. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't one of the original like. So you can for sure get like half the potion right now, or do you want to take a chance to get the high ingredient? I love gambling. <laughs> I'm just going to gamble. Okay. What did you um, add? Uh, what is your investigation or medicine add? to the? I, I'm not adding anything. Dead. These are all flat Zero. rolls. Okay. Um, <laughs> so with the 15, you are looking at your card. Uh, you see mandrake root and lightning moss. The lightning moss is the hard quality <laughs> ingredient. And you find um, underneath like uh, a couple of boxes, you're looking throughout the class, you find what seems to be like a very well put together piece of lightning moss uh, that has been... Uh, untouched and would be a perfect ingredient for this thing. So the DC was 15. You got it. And cool. you now have the quality ingredient. Cool. Now you just have to get the mandrake root, which, which is, is harder. No, which is not as hard. Oh, okay. You took the gamble. Yeah. Okay. You got the difficult one. You did it. I did it. 17. 17, yeah. You find a, a nice piece of mandrake root. It wasn't too hard to find. Um, so you put them together, and you get this nice, clear luck potion where you can, uh, if you drink it, um, you'll have uh, three luck points to use. <gasps> wow, that's just like my good luck charm. That's awesome. <laughs> now we're both lucky, Sawyer. Yeah, yippee. 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 Oh, they're actually high-fiving. <laughs> and they're across the table, and across it's not really working. Across the mics? Yes. Oh, they did it. Okay. Uh, Sawyer, what do you want to try? I want to breathe fire. You want to breathe fire? Okay, so you take out the recipe card. Uh, after drinking this potion, you can use a bonus action to exhale fire at a target within 30 feet of you. Um, I'm going to be just cool. like you, Morrigan. <laughs> and the You'll effect. Have to teach me how to use. How to wield fire. Absolutely. Okay, it says cool. the effect ends after you exhale the fire three times or when one hour has passed. That's like fully quality ingredients. Uh, you see ash blossom and fire elemental ember are on there. Ash blossom. Um, what do you want to look for? And uh, really do you want to know the ranges? Do you want to try to find out what the ranges, what they are, what the checks are? Yeah, I guess I want to find out which one would be more difficult to get. So I know which one to... So the fire em elemental ember will be the harder one. Uh, do you want to roll an insight to see what that range is going to be? Uh, yes. Of course. Okay. I'm so mad. <laughs> or you could just use it now. Um, can, no. I, can I use the roll that no. I... I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 16. The only good insight that I have ever <laughs> rolled is this character. Uh, you think the range... To know what. To know what the range is. You, know, you think that the range is somewhere between... Um, 11 and uh, 14. Great. Okay. I think I can handle that. Okay. Come on. Come on, Sawyer. You got this. Oh, terrible. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. 
Um, it's not so, looking good. And folk. you can add you can add medicine and investigation. I've got this. a ten for my higher one. Okay. And then I've got an eight. Um, you uh, are looking for the fire elemental ember. You find like a couple embers. There's like a box. There's like a whole filing cabinet that says embers, and all of them just look to be kind of burnt out. Uh, and you can't find a good one, so you just pick up one of those. Uh, the other one is ash blossom. That seemed to be like the uh, more common, easier ingredient. Uh, you find a whole like desk full of them uh, and a good quality ash blossom. So you pick that. So you're going to get a, uh, you put them together and you're going to get a, a less effective fire breath. Uh, so you can use it only once or you uh, can only use it for one minute. So like after you drink it, you only have one minute instead of an hour. And instead of three times, you only get one time. Okay. One time only. And I'll send you like what that is. Um, Choose so you your know, moment like, wisely. <laughs> yeah, I better put this to good use. Okay. You guys spend all of class finding uh, those ingredients uh, and putting together your potions. Uh, you guys take up all of class time. Uh, class, when did cl- what time did class start on the class schedule? Um, 10.30. You guys, uh, some of y'all probably stay like a little bit late. Uh, it's kind of like whenever you finish your potion, you're allowed to leave. And uh, I'll say uh, it takes Esta like a long time to like really put together that um luck potion because it seemed a little pretty hard and class has ended uh y'all don't have another class for the rest of the day um and you uh you guys see that uh the professor uh walks up to you guys and she goes well uh, a wonderful class uh did everyone get a potion that they uh enjoy yes no awesome oh uh, uh what did what did you get just bug goop oh um well she kind of like puts her hands together. What did what did everyone else get? Um, I got the essence of rage. Ooh, a very good one. Um, I got fire breath. Fire breath and a uh, luck potion. A luck potion. See how those so are you, cool? yeah. Um, well, how might I do you a little favor? Since you helped me get to class today, um, I'll have you choose two potions. Uh, she, what the fuck? she, she, well, like she pulls out um, a couple other potions, and one of them is like a dark red potion, and one of them is like a kind of white, and it, but it's it's like sparkly and stuff like that. She goes, which of these two potions would you like? Ooh. <laughs> uh, do I have any insight that I might know what they are? Are you? Uh, do you know potions very well? It's kind of our first day. Yes. Um, no, you have no idea what these are. This is kind of, this is kind of just a surprise luck. I'll take the white sparkly one. The white one. Uh, this is Angel's Powder. Oh, uh, yeah. She hands you the uh, white potion, a hyperfine bright white potion uh, with a faintly sweet aroma. Uh, this potion is to be, uh, it, whenever, if you pour it in your hand, it'll turn into dust and blown into the face of a target, uh, dispersing harmlessly into the air. Uh, the target has to make a DC 15 uh, charisma saving throw. On a failed save, the target's experience the target experiences an altered version of reality where it perceives everyone as trusted friends and it becomes extremely suggestible to non-aggressive forms of persuasion and deception. Uh, this was one of the other random potions. Uh, so she just picked kind of like some random potions together. This is great. I can still keep the bug stuff though too, right? Of, of course. Um, yes, if you, uh, I highly suggest using it if you go out on a quest in a forest or something like that. You know, those bugs get really, really nasty out there. I know it'll come in handy, but I do like the one that you just gave me. Good. Yeah, welcome to keep it. Thank this is you. that white powder that Felicity was warning me about. Apparently, if you're on this stuff, they won't let you play Arcano Ball. I'm sorry, what? At least oh, in the pros. I think that might be a different white powder. I think that's, that's a different white this powder. This is not a performance-enhancing drug. Well, she always said, she always said, you know, you you can get into a little trouble, but stay away from the from white powder. I don't know. She seemed pretty intense about it. Not that white powder, Sawyer. What is Angel? Angel dust? Angel's powder? Angel's powder. Angel's mm. powder. Okay, well, don't use it on me. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see. Um, well, where, where are y'all heading to next? Do y'all have another class after this? That's uh, it for There's the day. There's no other class on the... No other class. Oh, well, um, then I suggest if y'all haven't already, you guys should go to quest prep. Uh, oh. As tomorrow, you guys will be going to quests. 
If I, I believe so. Yes. Yes. So that's what we've been told. That's, and that's what that question mark means. Well, you should get going. Where's quest prep? Uh, it should be down in the atrium. And what do we do there? Um, you'll get your quests. Just go up to the window and uh, they'll... We get to uh, find out what our quest your... is? Yes, for well, tomorrow. I, I guess that's important for the prep part. Let's go. All right, Yay! let's go. Uh, you guys run out you. the door. Thank you. Thank oh. you, Miss... My name is Miss Cookie. Miss Cookie? <laughs> Bye, Miss Cookie. Ah, Miss Cookie makes so much sense with the potion. So long. Are we walking um, out? Yeah. Okay, I... Beans, okay, wait. She knew you were a boy. I feel kind of bad that I didn't realize at first because I guess everybody else already <laughs> knows. So you're you're not sneaking into Frogmont because you're a boy. You're, you're, you're just sneaking in for Frogmont to Frogmont for other reasons. Uh, yes, like we talked about earlier to get um, to not go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, got it. Don't worry, the whole boy thing is no big deal to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Frogmont seems like the place to be, though. I don't know, Sawyer. Maybe you should watch out. Beans might have cooties. No, we've established this. The cooties don't exist. Yeah, we're I breaking... found out they're not real. Hey, we're breaking down the systems we believe in, Morrigan. Uh, You're next. So. I do have an important question kind of tied to the cooties. Are, so I'm, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, I've been trying out my hand as um, what they call a wingman. Um, are, are you going for Fia or for Igneous? Because I've kind of been trying to play both fields. <laughs> Morgan just starts walking a lot faster and not <laughs> oh. addressing the question. You still have to say angel. one vulnerable fact. Yeah, <laughs> I said mine. So. There's no reason to be embarrassed, Morgan. Who do you have a crush on? She turns around real slow and she goes, does it really <gasps> matter? We all said, we all shared one fact. It can be anything. It doesn't us. have to be the crush, but we it's can an help easy way you. out. Morgan just like looks down at the floor and she does like the little like twiddle thing with like her fingers and she goes Morgan <gasps> um, has a crush crush it's a it's 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 igneous and then she just starts like speed walking I to the <laughs> I knew it okay now we're all even <laughs> you well, guys I feel like some people shared <laughs> different varying levels of deep dark secrets. Hey, maybe deep dark secret is relative. Morgan turns okay, around fair when, enough. when deep dark secret is said and she goes, mm, you guys were all in my dream world, so I think we've shared a lot of deep dark secrets. You've met my familiar. And she just keeps walking. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's true. Okay, I think we're ready to go on our first quest. Um, you guys get to the atrium and you see uh, on one of the walls on the first floor, there's like a window that says quest prep above it. And it's a uh, kind of like, looks like a bank teller kind of situation. Uh, and there is a ton of other freshman girls kind of crowded around it uh, who are like, oh, I'm, uh, where's my quest gonna be? Oh, no, my quest. And uh, you see this gnomish uh, woman behind the desk is running around, uh, grabbing slips of paper, handing them to the girls uh, that are out there. They're writing their names on the thing. And then she grabs this giant stamp and stamps uh, the thing. And like this blue magic floats over the paper and reveals some words. And then the girls are like walking away. Some of them are like squealing. Some of them are like, oh, what in the world? Dragon poop. <laughs> and then uh, and you guys get in line to receive your quest. And that is where we will end this session. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, tune in to our uh, study break coming out next Wednesday. Find us on our socials. Join our Discord. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Gals and Goblins. And uh, goodbye. Bye.